All right, good morning, good afternoon, good evening, everybody, wherever you're listening or what time you're listening. I just want to give a big thank you to everyone who's taking a moment to listen to my podcast. I truly appreciate it. Welcome to my podcast show. And today in episode two, we're going to talk a little bit about the importance of nutrition, how it has an effect on your performance on a daily basis. And we're going to talk about underlying diseases and how you can make a change uh, for underlying diseases that you might not be uh, taking into consideration, but you should be in time. So today's uh, episode is going to be a little bit about the importance of nutrition. Um, And one thing about nutrition that I always come across every day is, you know, nutrition is a very broad topic that uh, a lot of people tend to talk about. People come at me uh, with questions all the time, always asking me if carbs are bad for them, if carbs are going to make them fat, or how much carbs they should be consuming, how much protein they should be consuming, fats, and all this other stuff, or if keto even works. And, you know... I think that this is uh, something, you know, amazing because there's tons of information and, you know, I've spoken about this in the past and, you know, spoken about how important it is for you to do your own research, but to also understand your own body. But for the most part, the information that is out there nowadays, you know, majority of it is partially right and the other is, uh, you know, it can go ways, but it could go both ways, but it totally depends. And this is why I always use this term all the time because it, it really does depend on everyone. Um, it depends how many carbs you should be consuming based off your body weight, what your goals are, and all these other factors that come into play and what you're looking to get out of, uh, you know, nutrition plans or, you know, programs that you're looking to find a specific goal. And so today I just kind of want to talk about the broad of nutrition and how to, you know, start off. And, you know, for a lot of people that tend to deal with issues where they just don't understand what a carbohydrate or a protein or fat is. Um, I think this information is important to be put out because this is some stuff that we should be teaching in school. We should be teaching out to the public, if anything. And, you know, it's hard because some of this information can be tricky. Some of it, you know, might not make sense to people. And that's okay. You know, at one point, I didn't even know what a carbohydrate is myself. And so now that I was able to, you know, gain the education and go through the process of understanding and learning how my body responds to food and trying, you know, Almost every every diet in the book really, you know, gave me a sense of what works for me. And with this information that I want to put out in a, in a form of podcast and just talking about it and what I'm passionate about, I'm really hoping that this information helps some of you guys as well. And who knows, maybe you guys can help someone out that, you know, uh, kind of knows somebody that could be going through something and hopefully they can take this into consideration and also understand the even the basics of nutrition. So, we're going to get started, and I want to talk about uh, an underlying health disease that has been haunting um, the the United States for such a long time, and I want to talk about obesity. So, what is obesity? Obesity, uh, the definition is abnormal or excessive fat accumulation that presents a risk to anybody's health, and so obesity has been around for such a long time. Um, there was a study that I was reading back in my undergrad years uh, that, you know, it was crazy when I was reading this because I was not expecting how much money is invested in just trying to tackle the issue of obesity. But um, the Center Dis- uh, Disease Control, um, which, you know, does a lot of reporting with, you know, overall health in the United States, uh, had reported that the cost of funding for just obesity on a yearly basis is roughly about $150 billion dollars. And so when you think about that, you know, that's a lot of money that they're investing in, you know, just obesity or on all these other underlying diseases like health, uh, like heart issues, heart disease and stuff like that. 
because you know this is an issue that you know should be answered or should be you know tackled and you know shouldn't be an issue at all in this country you know taking into consideration of all the resources and fundings that you know the country has done throughout the healthcare system and you know the medical system and whatnot you know you would think that we should be far advanced from dealing with all these issues but you know i think this is where education should come into play because I truly believe that the more information that's put out there and that it's accurate, the better it would improve people's uh, base, base, basic of living by, you know, putting out information that could help them and just make them understand how to be aware of their health, how to take uh, accountability and also, you know, prioritize their health for the most part. So uh, obesity is just something that has been affecting so many people, including the youth. Um, so obesity, this applies to even people as young as 15 years old. And so um, this, the reason why that a lot of this tends to deal with a lot of people in any age is because of, you know, the lack of education, but also the lack of resources to, you know, gain access to healthier foods. So I don't know if you guys noticed, but every time if you guys go to the grocery store, the healthiest food is always the most expensive one. And the cheap and the cheapest uh, expenses of foods is usually the ones that you know have high concentration of saturation fat um, and all these other little things that you know take effect in your body and it just doesn't benefit you. Um, like for example, hot Cheetos—they're about what two fifty now. Uh, it's kind of crazy because I remember when I was a kid they were ninety-nine cents, but now they're two fifty for a bag that's literally probably like I don't know seventy-five percent filled and the other twenty-five percent is just there where you compare it to uh, a, a bucket of oats or just a little, you know, bag of oats, uh, you know, it's a really good healthy for um, for you to consume your uh, carbohydrates. That's about $4. And so, you know, if you compare both of those, you know, which one would be the healthiest, you know, you would go with the oats. And yes, they're healthy because, you know, they're carbohydrates that you can consume and they definitely keep you full and, you know, they're the healthier option and variety for you to go with. But I think expense also comes into play and in how, you know, all these uh, all these foods that are healthier just cost a, you it costs a little bit more for you to invest in, but it's also important to invest in your health. So, with obesity, you know, it it kind of takes an effect and an, uh, and it tackles your health overall. And so there's some of the uh, effects that you kind of notice in when your your health is declining. So, one example would be habits. You know, water intake are you taking and are you consuming enough water um, enough sleep do you get enough sleep on a daily basis your energy levels uh, on a scale from 1 to 10 1 being the lowest 10 being the highest how ener how energized are you on a daily basis body weight cha change do you start noticing a change in your uh, body weight are you going up in your body weight um, and also meals so it also depends on the nutrition that you're consuming so once again the importance of understanding what a carbohydrate is what a protein is and what a fat is. Um, and so all these little things come into effect and just, you know, it creates a, a big change in your in your uh, everyday lifestyle. And so when some people feel like they cannot function very well, then that's an indication that something's going on. And, you know, that's a, a little bit of an effect in your health. And so that's something that we want to tackle on a daily basis. So obesity is everywhere. Uh, people don't even notice it until they go to the doctor and the doctor tells them, hey, you know, let's kind of cut down on the sugar or, hey, how about we make a change in your diet or whatever. And this is where, you know, the cost of medical health uh, care goes up. 
people are buying, you know, medic medication for their blood pressure. And, you know, um, if they're dealing with obesity, they have to refill on all these medicines that, you know, can also cause a, uh, an effect in their performance. And just for the most part, you know, trying to stay alive at that point. And so that's the unfortunate reality of, you know, the healthcare system is sometimes people fight for their lives. And, and you know, it's unfortunate, but the reality is, you know, sometimes we have to prioritize our health in order to avoid situations like that. And so we have to start small and kind of look at what is affecting our health. What is kind of making us feel something that we shouldn't be feeling, like uh, a, a rise in anxiety, a rise in your blood pressure. Um, you know, you're not able to perform. You're not able to move as much as before, maybe when you were younger. And so that's something that we have to take into consideration and tackle. And so how many calories you're consuming on a daily basis? Are you drinking enough water? It's the little things that count. So I've mentioned this before, but it's true. Um, anything that you do, any of the littlest thing that you, um, it's based on your health, will definitely determine um, your health levels as well. And so the results of poor health, obviously, you know, it goes into heart disease, um, inadequate movement, so having the inability to move as much as before, um, just because of the excessive fat, and it's just going to be the lack of movement and uh, capabilities to perform. Um, biomechanical issues, so there's a chance that it could definitely affect your performance. So if you play sports or if you do some sort of movement where you have to move to the side or backwards, then obviously it's just going to affect your biomechanics and performance. Um, the increase of doctor vet visits is going to go up, so you have to spend more time going to the doctor and just kind of be on a waiting time and be there for about an hour or two at most. And, you know, it's just kind of like a waste of time for me. But obviously it is important to go, you know, to your doctor visits, but not occasionally as a lot of people tend to do. But, you know, the worst case scenario in all of this as well, and this is the unfortunate uh, reality of the of the healthcare system, is, you know, you could be facing death. And, you know, unfortunately, obesity has the capability of, you know, costing somebody's life, somebody's arm, somebody's um, health, you know, and that's just something that we all want to avoid. And so obesity is something not to be taken lightly, even at a young age. You know, a lot of people think that just because you're at a very young age, you know, for example, if you're 14 or 15 years old and you're eating your life away with all these chips and candy and everything, it doesn't make you invincible. You know, these issues, these diseases can definitely start increasing and start kind of creeping up on you if you don't take action for yourself or take the initiative to make a change in yourself. And this is where parents also have to come in and take the real and face the reality check that, you know, not all not everybody's invincible. You know, use the young, the youngs, the, the youngins and everything. That just doesn't mean anything unless you're taking care of yourself and you're adequately li living a healthy lifestyle. And so you know, some of the results with poor health is just something that just comes into factor and could affect you in the long term, which we definitely don't want to deal with because once you're older, you know, you want to live a, a lifestyle where you don't have to worry about going to the doctor every day. You don't have to worry about, oh, what time I have to take my medication for any underlying disease that could be creeping up on you. Um, you don't want to deal with, you know, the lack of mobility, movement. You know, you want to live a healthy lifestyle, living happily, you know, maybe being retired at that point and just you know, living, living a life that you've always been wanting to live. And so, you know, I kind of want to go into how to start a change in improving your health and how to avoid all of this, because obesity, as you can tell, and the way that I've been speaking about it for a while, obesity has a big change in everybody's life. And it's definitely avoidable. 
you just have to put in the effort, put in the work, and also understand the importance of how your body responds to food and what benefits you at the end of the day. So we're going to start off with how to start making a change to improve health. So if you're dealing with anything like this, if you're dealing with any type of uh, side effect or effects that may be affecting your body, whether it's anxiety, whether it's, you know, energy levels or whatever it is, we're going to start off with just the smallest steps with improving your health or making a change that who knows, it could create a turnaround and just make you feel a little bit better and then just progress from there little by little and step by step. So the first step that I would probably start with, and I always recommend this, or I would always recommend this to everybody who I worked with as a personal trainer and all my clients is to start small and create daily goals. Okay, so what do I mean by starting small? Creating daily goals. So starting something off with the most simplest thing that you think is attainable. So for example, um, if you're someone who's not used to walking on a daily basis, maybe starting off by going on a daily walk or walk around around the block. And so that's about a five to 10 minute walk. And starting off from there, kind of building and gradually build yourself all the way up into 15 minutes and so forth. And then just going from there to 20 minutes. And so the reason why we start off small is because we don't want to jump all the way to a larger goal and have this expectation of, you know, making it to the top from start to finish in a very small amount of time. It can be attainable in a short amount of time. It just depends on everyone, but we want to keep it small so that way we can have attainable goals and realistic goals rather than unrealistic goals. And I talked about this a little bit about in uh, episode one and just talking about, you know, how important it is to just take a step by step and not forcing yourself into something that you might not be ready for. So starting small, creating daily goals. Um, also, another example would be if you don't drink enough water, if you drink like about two glasses of cup uh, a day, maybe take, you know, increase that up to three cups, of, three cups of uh, water intake a day, the day after. And then after that, increase it four, five and so forth. Now, you don't have to jump in four, five, six uh, day to day to day, but you can do this every other two days, every other three days, every other week and so forth. And you're going to start noticing you get into the habit of, you know, holding yourself accountable and, you know, prioritizing your health. And thinking, hey, I got to get my water intake. So you increase the water intake. Increase movement. So once again, if you're not, if you're somebody who doesn't really do a lot of movement, start off with walking. Walking is a very under underrated uh, exercise that a lot of people should, you know, start prioritizing, especially if they don't do a lot of movement. You know, go on a 20-minute walk during your break or lunch at work or do it after work. If you have a dog, walk your dog. You know, I talked about this in my first episode. You know, starting little small goals, that's going to help you achieve those goals, and then be able to achieve long-term goals. Um, Increase sleep. Increase your sleep by 30 minutes. Uh, So if you are usually kind of getting about six hours of sleep a day, increase that to 6.30 a day or two after. Then after that, increase it to seven hours and so forth. And then, you know, just kind of gradually increase your sleep little by little because sleep is very important and will determine how you will perform the day after. And also, the last one I would probably just kind of recommend for people uh, especially in the nutrition aspect, is just understand the basics of nutrition. So you don't have to really know much. All you have to know is understand the macronutrients and micronutrients of uh, nutrition. So uh, with the macronutrients, you have your carbohydrates. So your carbohydrates is your main source of fuel. So that the so for example, um, examples of carbohydrates are bread, rice, uh, anything that has starch, fiber, um, and what that what happens is that converts into glucose which is pretty much blood sugar, and it goes to your body, and it's your main source of energy. So you really don't want to cut off carbs because it 
your body relies on carbs. Without carbs, your body's just not going to be able to function. So think of it as like a car. When it's going on empty, you need to fill it up with gas, right? So gas to cars is basically carbs to for us. So we need to be able to have enough carbs to keep our body functioning throughout the day and have that blood sugar to keep us going because without it, you know, you start noticing um, lightheadedness, fatigue, tiredness, a lot more without carbohydrates. So when people tell you to, that carbs make you fat, you know, that's not true. Just focus on how much carbs you should be consuming on a daily basis. So carbohydrates is very important. I would definitely uh, start kind of making the, doing the math and how much carbohydrates you should be consuming um, and just go from there. Then you have your next one, which is your fats. So your fats increase energy, it protects your organs, and you know it pretty much absorbs vital nutrients for your body to be able to function properly as well. So fats is a very important uh, macronutrient to take into consideration. Uh, you can find these in avocados and almonds and uh, your essential oils and stuff like that. And then you have your, probably your second most important uh, macronutrient is your protein. So protein is your building blocks of amino acids. Protein is usually essential for muscle recovery and muscle growth. So when you when you go to the gym, a lot of people will talk about protein. They'll be like, "Oh yeah, bro, I I need to get my protein in to you know get the gains or whatever, bro." <laughs> and so with protein, yeah, it does help you um, with muscle growth, but it's very essential for recovery. And protein is pretty much your building blocks of amino acids, which helps your body to grow. So you definitely need to consume protein. And no, you won't get or get shredded like a bodybuilder or grow into a big guy or whatever with all these big muscles. You just definitely need a base amount of protein for you to be able to function and also grow and also recover. Because if you don't have that recovery, then it's going to be hard to get up the next day out of your bed without feeling tired and sore. And so that's why protein is very important to take into consideration and you should be consuming it on a daily basis. And you can find this in your eggs and your ground beef and your chicken and your steak and all these all these other sources of protein that you can definitely find in meats. Um, and so when you take all that into consideration, you start noticing a change in your habits and your performance. And you start noticing a decline in, you know, the risk of being uh, with all these underlying diseases, being close to it. And you start taking accountability for yourself and start prioritizing your health because you want to prioritize your health at a younger age. You don't want to wait until you're 40, 50, or 60, and then all of a sudden it's too late and your doctor tells you, hey, you should have, you know, taken a little bit more consideration to your health when you were in your 20s or in your 30s. It could have been avoidable with all these underlying diseases, but it is avoidable still. It's never too late. You just have to gradually start off step by step. Don't force yourself into a larger goal and just try to, you know, think that you're going to tackle this right away on, a, on a, in a heart in a heartbeat, but rather just pretty much take a step by step, create a game plan, gradually focus on yourself, focus on prioritizing your health, and little by little you'll start noticing a change in your body, you'll have more energy, you'll have more focus. You're going to get into the habit of being more active. It's going to help you with your body to perform at their best. And you might not ever feel tired ever again like you might have been um, back then. So health is very important. And I think the last recommendation and suggestion that I would probably just recommend to people is to just listen to your body. If your body feels like it needs more water, drink water. If your body feels like it needs to rest, take the rest day. If your body feels like it needs to move, then go on a walk, uh, play a sport, 
or do something that you're passionate about. If you feel like going on a jog, go on a jog. Whatever it is and whatever's going to help you with your performance and just avoiding those underlying diseases, it's going to take you a long way and it's going to definitely prevent from, you know, you becoming a statistic like the CDC reported where they're just investing so much money, meaning that there's a lot of people dealing with this underlying disease. And if you're already if you're somebody who's already dealing with an underlying disease like obesity, just know that if you continue to be consistent with your plan and if you have a plan and if you're being consistent with it and just working hard to turn this around, then just know little by little and time and with just a little bit of time, you will definitely defeat this and you will definitely overcome this obstacle and never have to deal with it ever again. And so that's it. That's all that I have for you guys today. Um, hopefully this kind of helps you guys uh, get an overview and understanding of how important an underlying disease is and how it can affect anybody regardless of age group. And hopefully uh, some of the s suggestions and recommendations that I put out there will, you know, kind of give you guys an understanding of how important it is to prioritize your health. And even if it's the smallest or, or littlest things for you guys, just tackle it and just know that any little um, daily goal or long-term goal um, with the win, it's a win. A win is a win. So whatever you get done throughout the day, just celebrate it and just know that you can get better if you continue to be consistent with it and not fall off um, off the plan. And so just continue to strive, continue, continue to prosper, and in no time, you will definitely start seeing the results that you've been wanting to see. And it may not be physically, but you will definitely feel a lot better about yourself emotionally and uh, mentally. So that's all I have for you guys today. Um, I just want to say thank you guys for taking your time and listening to my podcast and listening to this episode. Um, I will have episode three hopefully up by next week. But if you guys have any questions or if you guys want to reach out to me and throw any recommendations or suggestions, um, you guys can find me on Instagram at dmachuca93. That's D-M-A-C-H-U-C-A-9-3. And if you guys have any feedback or want to rate um, the podcast, I would definitely appreciate that. And if you guys want me to discuss about any certain topics, please send me a message on Instagram and I would be happy to talk about it and do research about it. And hopefully, you know, put more um, insight and put out the information that is valuable out there for you guys, for you guys to use it, to learn, expand and also apply. So I want to thank you guys once again to, for listening to episode two. two. I will catch you guys on the next episode. May you guys have a great day and stay active. <laughs>